Welcome into the Jaguars broadcast weekend review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. J.P. Shadrick with you on Friday, February 11th, and we have the best of an important week in Jaguars history on Jags Broadcasting and Jaguars.com. Doug Peterson hired as Jaguars head coach and Tony Baselli elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Download the free iHeartRadio app and search for the Jaguars official podcast network for all the latest Jaguars broadcasting programming. The hiring of Doug Peterson has dominated the headlines recently, the best of the introduction and the reaction to it from Trevor Lawrence coming up shortly. Let's start with one of the most important moments in franchise history, Thursday night. If you faced this man on the offensive line, you knew he was destined for Canton. One of the most dominant tackles of the 1990s and the first ever Jacksonville Jaguar, Tony Baselli. From ABC, ESPN Plus, and NFL Network, the NFL Honors Show Thursday evening in Los Angeles, that's Hall of Fame defensive end Bruce Smith introducing Baselli as a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022. It was a landmark moment in franchise history. The first Hall of Fame player for the Jaguars, the first draft pick of the Jaguars franchise, is now in Canton. He will be forever enshrined with that bronze bust. After the announcement, the best of the press conference in L.A. I did lie to a lot of people. (laughs) Leroy told me not to lie, but uh, yeah, that was probably the hardest part. You know, we found out a couple weeks ago and... You have a bunch of people you're close to asking questions. You're trying to make plans like, hey, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? You're trying to make up a reason to go to L.A. And, uh, but it was well worth it. Hey, Tony, this is for you. This is uh, Kyle Nash with a three-point conversion. Um, you, amongst all the gentlemen up here, have the distinguished honor of being the first of a franchise to get into the hall. First of all, talk about how much more gravity that adds to the honor. Welcome to Canton, by the way. And then as a follow-up, who do you think should follow you next into the hall from Jacksonville? Um, well, you know, first of all, it's a huge honor. I mean, I think every guy up here said it. I don't think you don't get here by yourself. There's a bunch of people in my life that helped me get to this point. And, and part of those is guys I played with uh, in Jacksonville. It's the coaches I had. Um, I was fortunate to have a guy like Tom Coughlin, who probably deserves to be in the Hall of Fame one day, what he's done as a coach. Mike Mazur is an offensive line coach. I had a lot of good players and guys around me. Um, and so to be able to represent that, that organization, um, since I got drafted there in 95 as the first pick and now uh, going into the Pro Football Fame is something that I'm proud of. Um, I take it seriously, representing the organization, and it's something I love. Uh, and, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, do you wish you would have gone to, a, you know, the Packers or the Patriots, these great historic franchises? And I said, I'm good with the Jaguars. I'm good. And, uh, I like representing, and I like that we're the first pick. And as far as the next guy, I think I got I had, I had the opportunity to play with a lot of really good offensive players, two of the best in that era. And Leroy played against these guys. A guy named Fred Taylor and Jimmy Smith are as good as anyone who ever played the game. So I'm, I'm pretty biased to those guys. I'm wondering what it meant to have him announce you tonight, Bruce Smith. Yeah, that was, uh, pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't think, I mean, if you notice, he had a different color jacket. He had the red jacket, the top 100. So that's kind of like the Hall of Fame of Hall of Famers. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, obviously we, you know, I I had the opportunity to play against him in in big games, playoff games. And he was the great, I mean, one of the greatest ever. And so to have him part of uh, this evening, because that was probably the big coming out game for me in my second year. 
uh, it was it was special. It was pretty cool. It was a neat neat moment. Hey Tony, uh, congratulations. Um, you know what Jacksonville has been through the last twenty two years with professional football. I mean, uh, what does what does tonight mean for for the fans in Jacksonville? And um, d- does this help give them hope for the future of the franchise? Well, based on Twitter and my text messages, I think they're pretty happy. So, um, you know, and for, I'm happy for them. I mean, I love that place. And, and I t- I've talked about it a bunch that representing the, the city and the, and the fan base and the organization is important to me. It always has been, and this is another opportunity for me to do that. Uh, as far as, you know, the lack of the success or lack of success, more lack, of the organization, um, you know, that hopefully that's going to change. I believe it will. Got a new coach. I'm excited about that with Doug Peterson. Hopefully this is the start of a good 2022 and get, get things on uh, the right track. And uh, can't, you can't change what's happened in the past, but they, hopefully we are going to have some better days ahead. And, and again, like I, like I said, I hope this is the start of it. Hall of Fame left tackle Anthony Munoz was part of the moment that Baselli found out. Munoz caught up with Jaguars.com senior writer John Osher on Radio Row this week to discuss Baselli's career and his play and technique on the field. From an X's and O's point of view, what made him great? I mean, you play the game as well as anybody. Well, I, you know, what I said, I mean, not only is what, 6'7", you know, 320, 330, whatever he weighed, but his, you know, just the athleticism he had, the ability to move out in space, mm-hmm. the, you know, for a big guy, you know, the leverage he played with. and. Uh, the hands that he, I mean, it just, it's everything that you'd like to see an offensive lineman do, especially an offensive tackle, left tackle out in space. And like I said, he's a smart guy. I mean, you know, when you get a smart guy out there that uh, knows how to change it up when you're playing, that, that makes a, a big difference. And then, you know, you, you throw in that, uh, that nasty streak. And to me, that, that is the ingredients for a uh, Hall of Fame tackle. The video of Baselli finding out he's headed to the Hall of Fame will air Saturday at 9 o'clock on NFL Network. And you'll see it, of course, all over Jaguars' social media in the coming days. When we return, a one-on-one conversation with Hall of Fame left tackle Tony Baselli. This is the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast. Welcome back to the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. Tony Baselli elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He joined me Friday to share his thoughts about the honor and what it means for him and his family. And I must say, Pro Football Hall of Fame left tackle Tony Baselli just rolls off the tongue. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't get old hearing that, JP, that's for sure. <laughs> it does not get old. You know, just thinking about, you know, Every time you get introduced now, it's like Pro Football Hall of Fame for Tony Vasselli. It's like, wow. And then every time I sign stuff now, I got to, you know, instead of my number, you put HOF. So I got a lot of uh, changes coming. I got to figure out, make sure I sign everything right and uh, have the right uh, right intro, I guess. But, yeah, thank you. It's a, It was a fun night. It's been a fun journey. Um, I think that one of the, my favorite parts is that you and Pete no longer can make fun of me and ask me questions that make me uncomfortable about the Hall of Fame. So that'll be good. We'll find something else. That's how we roll <laughs> on uh, Jaguars Happy Hour. Two weeks of keeping secrets. You had the family around in that process when the knock on the door came, which was you've talked about it throughout the weekend. But having everybody there on the weekend in Los Angeles at NFL Honors and having everyone involved – I know what that what your family means to you. That has to be something special to to keep forever. Uh, yeah, it was to me. That's the fun part, JP. It's the moments. 
Um, because I mean, being a Hall of Famer is huge. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's just, it's like, like, it's amazing. Um, but the special things for me were the moments I got to share with people I love and with my wife and my kids and my close friends. And with, you know, I mean, last night, I, I had, last night was amazing. And I wish, I wish I could have everyone from the whole organization and our fans. I mean, I wish I could have more people there, but obviously, um, it was in LA, so that wasn't going to happen. But I had people like that I've not seen for years, college roommates, um, teammates, you know, um, coaches, and my family. It was just that moment. It, like that's what that, that's what matters in life. And uh, and there's been so many already, and that's what I've really enjoyed about the process. There was a plot twist at NFL Honors. Who would announce Tony Baselli yeah. if he made it? And lo and behold, is there any better person than Bruce Smith to make that announcement last night? How did that come about? Did you have any hand in that, or did you no know what idea. was happening? I had no idea. I didn't know who was – because, like, I, I, you could figure out who was going to introduce the other people, or at least you could have a guess because of a team connection or, you know, something prior. I had no idea. When they said someone's, I'm like, maybe it'll be Anthony Munoz. I mean, the left tackle. Maybe it'll be someone I played in my era, like an Ogden or something. I didn't even think of Bruce Smith, and uh, I don't. I should have because of number one. You know, as we were joking last night. You know, if you notice, he had a red jacket on, and that's the uh, hundred year team. You know, top hundred players, whatever they did uh, a couple years ago. Um, and I joked, I go, well, that's cool. I got introduced by a, the guy who's in the hall of fame of Hall of famers, <laughs> you know, he's at the, and, uh, and we had such a, my career, our, our career, my career obviously intersected with it. And that was a big moment in the playoff game that kind of set my career on a different course. Um, so that was special and that was cool. And he was so gracious and and kind and, uh, and welcoming, uh, to the whole, to, to the hall of fame. So that was, that was a neat moment. The full conversation available on Jaguars.com. The 2022 Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony will be held Saturday, August 6th at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Early ticket packages for the enshrinement weekend are available at HOFexperiences.com. And if you've never been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it is an incredible showplace for the history of football. Make it there if you can any weekend, but certainly that weekend in particular. When we return, a rewind to the announcement of Doug Peterson as Jaguars head coach, plus reaction from the Jags locker room and around the NFL. All that after this. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. After an extensive and exhaustive search process this past weekend, the Jaguars announced Doug Peterson as the new head coach. Saturday at TIAA Bank Field, he was presented in a press conference by Jaguars owner Shad Khan. Why Doug Peterson? He's a man who's accomplished a lot. Top offensive coordinator, experienced head coach, uh, won three 
division titles in five years, a man who just four years ago won the Super Bowl. And he did it for Philadelphia Eagles, a city very much like Jacksonville uh, was looking for their first championship. So in the end, I mean, we have someone who's been there, uh, a head coach, developer of quarterbacks, a man who creates a culture for players and coaches alike, a culture they'll thrive in, and a leader who commands respect and inspires those around him, and a man who wins. We wanted someone who knows exactly what it is to be the last team standing in February and is passionate about doing it and doing it again. That man is the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, as I, as I uh, begin this, uh, this morning or this afternoon, I just got to say, you know, thank you to Shad Khan and the, the Jacksonville Jaguars for really giving me this opportunity to, to lead this football team and to lead this fan base and to lead, you know, this city. Um, obviously, I'm eager and, and ready to, to hit the ground running um, along, alongside, you know, Tony Khan and, and Trent and Mark Lamping and really the entire front office and the organization of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and you know, we, my wife and I have been here for a short period already this morning, but I can tell just walking through this building and the excitement that's in this building and have a chance to really sit with a couple players this morning and just get a feel for them. And, and this culture is all about winning. The players here want to win. I want to win. And that's what I can bring to the Jacksonville Jaguars, to this community, and to our fan base. As Shad mentioned, the interview process was thorough. Um, it was very exhaustive. And even, even for us as, as candidates who went through the process, not really knowing what was, what was going to go on. I can appreciate the diligence that the Khan family presented, um, what Trent presented, what they went through with Tony. And, and really, you know, the fact that, that they took time to get to this decision today um, makes me even more proud that, yes, I was the first candidate interviewed, and yes, I was the last candidate interviewed. And, and in between, there were a lot of great candidates. A lot of great candidates could be sitting here, um, you know, today. And so, you know, obviously I want to I recognize my wife, you know, Jeannie. Uh, she, she's up here in the front row. And, and, you know, she's been by my side through everything. As a former player in the National Football League, to a, to a quality control coach, to an offensive coordinator, to becoming a head coach. She's been there by my side. Our three sons, Drew, Josh, and Joel, they are so excited to be able to get ready to put on the Jacksonville Jaguar swag, as they, <laughs> as they call it, and, uh, and get ready to support, to support the football team and the entire organization. And you know, to, to, to our players, and I think this is so important, to our players, my sole focus, starting from the minute that I was hired is, is, to, is to really help them to be their best, help our team win football games. And it's our jobs as coaches to put our players in position to be, to be successful, to develop their talent, one player at a time, one unit at a time, and that's how you win football games in the National Football League. And there are some really, really good players on this football team, and the pieces are here. 
And that's why I'm excited. And that's what drew me to the Jacksonville Jaguars, to be able to sit down, to interview with these two gentlemen, and, how, and now have the opportunity to, to, to uh, you know, lead this organization. And to our fans, listen, I know you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot, even this past season. But that's about to change. And, and I can promise you that I'm going to come to work every single day with the diligent task, task to make this a winning organization. This is what he has asked me to do. This is why I've been hired here today. And, and this is a relationship that, that is just beginning. The full press conference available on Jaguars.com, of course. Back in a moment with reaction from Sal Palantonio of ESPN and Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. This is the Jaguars Week in Review podcast. Welcome back to the Jaguars broadcast Week in Review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. The Jaguars hired Doug Peterson as head coach late last week, and the positive reaction came in from all over the NFL, especially in Philadelphia, as you might expect, where Peterson won a Super Bowl as the head coach of the Eagles. ESPN national reporter Sal Palantonio has covered Philadelphia sports for a long, long time, and he's as close to Peterson as anyone in the media. He joined me after the hiring to explain what Peterson means to the fans in Philly. I think he built a culture in Philadelphia, a championship culture in in short order. Uh, And what he accomplished in Philadelphia should not be understated at all. Remember, he drafted Carson Wentz and then lost Carson Wentz in the month of December in the Super Bowl season and had to switch gears to Nick Foles, a guy that you guys know very well. He lost his starting middle linebacker. He lost his starting left tackle. Uh, He lost his best special teams player. And then they were underdogs in each of their postseason games, and they had to face Tom Brady, and Tom Brady put up a record number of yards passing in the Super Bowl. And he overcame that with some really aggressive and fearless play calling and some magic by Nick Foles. So what he accomplished in Philadelphia, bringing the first Super Bowl title and the first Lombardi Trophy, to a city that would starve for a championship, just like Jacksonville, I think is very instructive for the people of Jacksonville. Now to the Jaguars on the roster, and most notably, quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He was in the building along with a few teammates Saturday to meet the new head coach in person. And he stopped by to visit with Jaguars.com reporter Ashton Sullivan and gave his reaction. We're really excited, obviously. You know, I talked to him briefly on the phone. Um, I guess that was Thursday night, and then today, first time meeting him in person. Um, just seems like a really great guy. Obviously, he's had a lot of success. You know, his resume kind of speaks for itself. And, you know, he's an offensive guy. You know, he played quarterback in the NFL. All those things, you know, make me really excited and, and something that I'm just excited to get to work with him and see what he brings to the table. So I think everybody's excited. Um, everybody's really relieved. You know, we got our guy. And, and to be able to move forward and just go to work now is a good feeling. You mentioned that phone call. I thought that was so optimistic when the news is broke late Thursday night, like 11.30, and he's on the phone with you, talking to you when that news breaks. What was that phone call like? Yeah, just discussing, you know, kind of first, just kind of getting to know each other a little bit. You know, we hadn't really talked before, so mm-hmm. getting to know each other, that was the first part of the phone call. Then after that, just talking a little bit of ball, kind of his philosophy, things that he likes to do. Obviously, like I said, he played the quarterback position, so he sees it through through my lens more so than a lot of coaches that haven't played the position. So mm-hmm. that was really cool to, you know, talk to him and hear his his take on a lot of things and just 
you know, vaguely his plan. Obviously, you can't get into all the details, but, you know, just really excited. He seems super prepared, like he's got a great plan, and um, I think it's going to go over really well with, with the whole team. Yeah, and he seems like just a genuine good guy. I know we have gotten so many texts and calls saying you're going to love this guy, he's going to fit in, so I can imagine if we're getting texts, yeah. you're getting a lot of text. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of great things. Um, he's really close with a lot of the people at Clemson, actually. The first time I saw him in person, we didn't really meet, but I was a freshman just got to Clemson in spring practice and that was after they won the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. So he was there, Coach Sweeney had invited him to, to speak at one of their clinics and he came to practice and talked to the team. So that was then and Coach Sweeney told him, apparently he told me on the phone, Coach Sweeney told him then, hey, watch out for this guy, you know, he's gonna be a good one one day. And then now, you know, he's the, he's the head coach here and we're, you know, on the same team. So it's, it's cool how everything comes full circle. It's a small world and just really excited to work with him. The full interview available on Jaguars.com and Jags social media. Finally, we close it this week with Peterson's one-on-one -on -one conversation with senior correspondent Brian Sexton on Jaguars.com. Back in a locker room after a year away. First time in your adult life you're away from football. How's it feel to be back in a locker room? It feels, it feels great. You know, it feels, feels like home, obviously. I mean, you know, playing football my whole career and even as a kid, you know, you've been around locker rooms and kind of still smell the grass a little bit and the, the dirty uniforms and all that when you walk in. And that's, that's the motivation that you have. And I, I enjoy that. I've been here a long time, close to it. So I, I may see it too rosy. You tell me, this looks like a great job. I, there's draft capital, there's a cap space, there's a young quarterback. What did you see that excited you about being the head coach of the Jaguars? A great opportunity to really, to really flip this organization and get it, get it back in the direction that it, that it. Uh, I know that, that Shad Khan wants it to go, and we all want it to go. And you know, to have have the quarterback in place is obviously a key thing, and it kind of drew me to obviously this this franchise. And then, you know, as you mentioned, the, the draft capital and and resources. It's just one piece of one piece at a time. You're the first Jaguars head coach who has played the position of quarterback. How does your experience as a player translate to coaching the position? I just feel like I can see it through the quarterback's eyes. You know, I was never the starter a lot, you know, but I had, had that career backup, so I was always in a, a kind of a coaching, sort of a mentor. You know, I see the game through the quarterback's eyes, and I think that's important to, to understand what they're, what they're seeing, what those guys are seeing out on the football field, and then Obviously, having been coached by some some great coaches and you know head coaches in my career, it's something now that I can, you know, pass on to to a guy like Trevor and just just create that desire, which is already there. But you want to enhance the desire to, to be great, and he wants to be he wants to be that way. I want that for him. And again, teams that have this position right are the ones that have had success in this league, and and uh, you know Jacksonville has gotten it right. That full interview available on the team website, jaguars.com. Coming up next week, a full week of shows and podcasts on jaguars.com and Jags Radio. The Jaguars Reporters Podcast is back Monday. Jags Drive Time Tuesday morning. The Huddle Up Podcast hits Wednesday with Bucky Brooks. Jaguars Happy Hour Radio Thursday afternoon and, of course, much more throughout the week, including a possible announcement of assistant coaches. We have arrived at the weekend. Enjoy the Rams and the Bengals in Super Bowl 56 this Sunday at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Thanks for listening. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jaguars Broadcast Week Interview Podcast presented by TIAA Bank.